Hello, and welcome to the fa- first episode of the Fan Fatales podcast. Woo! Woo! I'm Hi, Gabby. I- oh, and I'm Emma. And we're going to be your hosts pretty much every week. Well, every week. <laughs> yeah, every week. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to do some quick little intros before we get into it. And today's topic is going to be Disney princesses. Yes. And uh, what what makes a Disney princess? Yeah. So, Gabby, what is your favorite fandom? Mm, I think I'm going to be on topic today. My favorite is definitely Disney. I've, I've always loved Disney, and I'm, you know, just like a total fangirl. I grew up in Southern California, so Disneyland was just a part of my life. So, you know, I've always been a huge Disney fan. What about you, Em? Um, so... My second favorite is a very close second, and it is Disney, but my first favorite definitely does have to be Star Wars, especially right now. Um, I've been really into the Star Wars brain with us filming Enigma and just all my Star Wars OCs, and of course the Bad Batch. I haven't seen Bad Batch yet. Don't come for me, but I haven't You haven't? Okay, well, I'm trying to finish watching, um, I'm trying to finish watching friggin' Clone Wars with with Zach, um, but we just haven't had time to finish it. We're probably going to finish it this weekend. Like, we're on, okay. the, we're on, like, this last season, so we'll be finishing it soon. Okay, so you're on season seven. That's good. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's why I haven't watched it yet, because I'm like, I gotta wait, I gotta wait. <laughs> you see, whereas Sean and I, we full-on have watched both episodes together. Oh, that's sweet. So, yeah. Nice. It's really good. You need to watch it. Okay, I definitely will. I just... I gotta wait. I gotta... We gotta finish Clone Wars first. Okay. I understand. I understand. Okay. Next question. What is your Hogwarts house? I think you know mine. I think I do, but I'm not sure. I'm a Hufflepuff. Okay, yeah. That's what I thought. (laughs) What about you, Gabby? I'm a Slytherin. (laughs) You see, I thought you were a Ravenclaw. I was literally talking with Sean about this. I'm like... I'm, like, 90% sure that Gabby is a Ravenclaw. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's so funny. Yeah, no, I'm a Slytherin. I've been a Slytherin for a long time. <laughs> Maybe the Slytherin Hufflepuff is, like, what makes us great friends. Because, you know, that whole, like, TikTok dynamic totally. of, like, the, the protective Slytherin to the Hufflepuff best exactly. friend. Yes, that is exactly yeah. what it is. Yes, that is um, very accurate. <laughs> Yeah, especially with us too. Oh, totally. Um, so what is your favorite Disney movie? Ooh, I have a lot of favorites. I have way too many same. favorites. Um, oh yeah, same. But my all-time favorite, ever since I was a little kid, has always been Lilo and Stitch. Every single time it came on Disney Channel, I always like ran to the TV and like just was like down. I would like, no matter what time of day it was, I would go run to the TV and watch Lilo and Stitch. It's always been my favorite. Yeah. My favorite has always been Beauty and the Beast. Um, Okay. Classic. I grew up with her because she was the only brunette princess when we were growing up. True. still pretty much is. I mean, besides, like, Jasmine. Besides, like, yeah, besides our ethnic girls. Yeah. Um, But she was the only white brunette princess. Yeah. And still is. So I saw myself in her a lot, and I was very bookish and very nerdy kind of like her so i saw myself in her which I is probably totally why it's my see favorite that. yeah 
Okay. Do you have a favorite Avenger? Yes. And and who who would that happen to be? Um so I am like really big into WandaVision right now, so like Scarlet Witch is up there, but also Peter Parker, especially Tom Holland's Peter Parker. I mean, come on. He was like he come is on. Peter Parker. <laughs> And I'm always compared to Peter um, th- being the Tom Holland of the Enigma cast. I don't know if you know about this whole I thing. I don't, but, like, I see it. Sure, yeah. No, it's the... You know how he tends to almost spoil things a lot? Oh, yeah. I think that that's kind of me, though, because I've Holland. been spoiling a lot of things. I mean... You haven't been on my lives. People ask me questions that I'll tell you about when we stop recording. Okay, I have that not are been very on your lives. Spoiler for Emra. <laughs> Gosh. Okay. We could talk about that when we're not recording things. Yes. <laughs> okay, my favorite. I don't know if he qualifies as an Avenger. I think he does because of Endgame okay. and like with the occurrences and like now with the show. But yeah. I have loved James Buchanan Barnes, Mr. Bucky okay. himself since Let's see, since probably the Winter Soldier came out. No, since before that, since I first saw Captain America, like, forever ago. Oh, wow. He is. You see, it took me until, honestly, Falcon and Winter Soldier for me to get into Bucky. Really? I was not a huge Bucky fan. Oh, no. I love, I love the actor a lot, because I watched Once Upon a Time growing up. Yeah. Like, I grew up with the show, and he plays the Mad Hatter in it. Yeah, so Sebastian Stan... The guy who plays Bucky, for anyone who doesn't know. He was in Once Upon a Time, which I love Once Upon a Time. He was in the first season. He played the Mad Hatter. And I really liked him as the Mad Hatter. I just never really liked Bucky, and it took me until Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I know is kind of controversial, but... I mean, it's not controversial. I just, like, I don't know. I I feel like a lot of girls, especially our age, love Bucky and always have. And I just was never for that. I was always Captain America out of the two. For sure. I mean, Cap is like a very close second. It's like Bucky, then Cap, then (laughs) I don't even know. Probably probably Nat. Nat's pretty freaking cool. Oh, Nat is great. Um, But probably Thor for me. (laughs) Thor is pretty cool, too. Especially Thor Ragnarok. I know when I was leaving um, work today, um, I nanny for a family. They were starting Thor Ragnarok for their oh, first yes. time. And I was so happy. That movie is fantastic. I don't... Yes. Okay. Really quick unpopular opinion while we're on this subject. Okay. I actually liked Thor Dark World. <laughs> okay. I did too. I know people are like, it's the worst movie ever. It's like... No. It's just as bad as Hulk. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's so good. Wait, what are you talking about? (laughs) It's got my girl. It's got my girl Natalie Portman in it. Yeah, and we're both Padme stands. Oh, totally. Speaking of Padme, are you a Jedi or a Sith? I think I'm a Jedi. I tend to go for, like, the good things and see the good in people. I I have to agree, especially because, like, my non-Enigma Star Wars OCs that I have. I'm planning another one. Yeah, but I'm planning another one that's Ooh, kind of a secret. Um, that'd be fun. She, she's going to be a Twi'lek. I'm, partner- I'm partnering with Mac, who is um, actually Sherma, your royal advisor in yeah. Enigma. 
She's going to be my Padawan. That's cool. Yeah. I love her. Yeah, I do too. She's great. Yeah. But yeah. Love you, Mac, if you're listening. Yeah. Hey, girl. What's up? <laughs> um, And then do you have just like any other fun facts about you you want to share while we're just, you know, introducing ourselves? Yeah. So a lot of people may know me from the Clone Wars musical admin team crew. And actually, this year will be 10 years of me doing theater come June of this year. Woo-hoo. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, Annie was my first show in 2011. I was 10 years old. I feel like every kid's first show was Annie. Though I talked to one of our cast members that lives in the UK, Mm -hmm. and over there it's Oliver instead of Annie. That makes sense. Yeah. Still orphan kids, but Mm -hmm. just one is from New York and one is from the UK. Yeah, makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. What about you? Let me think. Well, I have been doing theater for 13 years now. Wow. 13, I think, I think 13 years ago. Okay. Wow. I think I was wow. seven. Um, yeah. Um, again, I started also with Annie. <laughs> um, yeah. I was orphan number five. I was just, I didn't even have a number. I was just orphan. <laughs> I didn't have any lines. I, well, and we did Annie Jr. Oh. So it was fully, like, everyone was kids. There were no adults in this production. Oh, not fun. We did, like, the real Annie with adults and stuff. It was pretty fun. No, my sister got to do that in 2019. So, like, right before the world shut down. Don't even get me started on that. Yeah, so she got to play July, which is one of the main named orphans. Yeah. That's And it's cool. funny, because her name's Julia, and she was born in the month of July. Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think, yeah, I've been doing theater for a long time, and I am also a part of the Clone Wars admins. We're also both a part of um, the Enigma. Enigma admin team, and you are our lovely HR representative. I am. I, that's fun. <laughs> it's been really fun. <laughs> Woo, writing papers and contracts is always fun. So, back to our, like, actual topic that we're supposed to be talking about this week. Um, Disney princesses. Yeah. Disney princesses are pretty freaking cool. I mean... yeah. You know, a lot of people, like, have that stereotype in mind that, like, Disney princesses are, like, weak or, like, they do everything for a man and blah, blah, blah. But, like, I don't see that at all. I really don't either. Yeah. Except for maybe some of our earlier girls. Like, the only one... But that's also, like, a product of their time yeah that they came out in and even then the only one i ever really see it for that i'm like girl you didn't do anything is like sleeping beauty like she did nothing <laughs> i was just about to say her maleficent's my favorite disney villain oh yeah so... she's fire oh yeah well and when we talk about this later kingdom keepers um i was originally part of a youtube group for them and i got to play maleficent for that for it oh that's cool so She's my girl. I have a lot of Maleficent stuff on. Got it. Off camera. That's really cool. We're on Zoom for those of you who don't know. Yeah, for those of you who can't see us, which is everybody because this is a podcast. 
is an audio form. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that that is a bad stereotype. Same. That isn't really accurate. Because, like, if you think about the stories, like, most people are like, oh, yeah, well, Cinderella just wanted to go to the ball to meet the prince. Well, it's like, no, she didn't. Or Ariel gave up her voice for Eric. She was already in love with the human world. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just for him. He was just, like, the icing on the cake. She was already, like, so infatuated with everything up there. Yeah, part of your world is, like, way before she meets Eric. Yeah, exactly. Like... She's seen him, but she has no idea who he is. Yeah. And, like, if you look at, like, her grotto and, like, all of her things, there's, like, years worth of stuff. Like, you can obviously tell she's Uh, been, like... I love Ariel. (laughs) Right? Yeah, you can, like, Uh, obviously tell she's been, like, obsessed with the human world for a long time before she meets Eric. Yeah. So, like, what determines who get to be a Disney princess. Because there's plenty of Disney movies that have, like, strong female characters or, like, you know... Like Meg in Hercules yeah. or Jane in Tarzan or Esmeralda. Yeah. Like, or, like, even Anna and Elsa aren't officially Disney princesses. Yeah. I mean, I, I know kind of why, but, like, you know... Oh, I've, like, researched into this. Oh, I have, too. <laughs> So, yeah, so like the three like basic criteria that I know of is that you either have to be born a princess, so our girls like Snow White and Aurora and mm-hmm. Ariel marry into royalty, so Cinderella, Belle. Why can't I think of any others right now? Um are there any others? <laughs> Tiana. Oh yeah, there you go. That was the one I was trying to think there of. There we go. We got her. We got her. Or in Mulan's case, do an act of heroism because she is just like a common person and then she marries a general. Which is like, kind of? But we have the emperor and his daughters in the next movie, which is kind of why she's not a princess oh yeah i thought you were gonna say like you don't like the movie and i was like i love no, that i love movie. that movie <laughs> the music i love whenever you fire. use sounds from that movie hmm? i love whenever you use sounds for um duchess gabby i love that movie so much it actually my video got taken down with the um the other girls like other yeah girls. it got taken down because disney was like well they didn't take it down they muted the sound Disney was like, it's not me. We didn't release this. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. Um, but did you know that there's also like a ton of other qualifications that is needed to be a Disney princess? Yes. I've seen that Super Carlin Brothers video. <laughs> okay. Cause you guys, there's like a lot. And yeah. some of these are like kind of bent a lot of the time. Yes. Like, all of the time. Yeah. Like, okay, up until 2005 when they wanted Tinkerbell to, like, have her own movies, she was a part of the Disney princess lineup. Like, she was an official Disney princess up until 2005 when they were like, "Mm, we're going to give her her own movie. Which, honestly, yes, because I love the Tinkerbell movies. They're so good. Oh, I do, too. Um, Our good friend Ash... Um, Ashley, she and I are talking about doing Tinkerbell and Periwinkle together. Yes, and it's going to be so cute. 
And I love her. When y'all are ready to add in Rosetta, let me know. Oh, we are so ready. We stand a pink queen. I don't know why all my oh, yeah. characters are pink. <laughs> they just are. <laughs> Mine are just all over the place. I think blue is the most for any of my characters. You're like cool colors. You're like purple and blue and yeah, because like I'm trying to think. Like Jack, I do a gender bent Jack Frost and, and that's Wendy. Blue. Yeah. Can't think of anyone else I do. So we're just going to move on. <laughs> anyway. Um, so the other qualifications that you need to be an official Disney princess are you have to have human-like qualities. You must be in an animated film, which is why our queen Giselle isn't an official Disney princess, even though I she love is. Her. I know. I love her, too. Um, but it's also, like, hard because... They can't get people that look exactly like Amy Adams exactly. to play her in the park. Exactly. Whatever. Um, they can't be introduced through a sequel, which is why so, Melody, Melody. Why she isn't. That's Ariel's daughter. Um, yes. She's not or the Emperor's Disney daughters princess. in Mulan too. Yep. And the Freedom. most important one is that the film must be a commercial success, which is why we don't see... Um, uh, what's her name? Elwani? El- I can never say her name right. Eliana. Uh, Elia- um, El- wait, why El- did El- I say Eliana? Not Eliana. Eleni? Eleni? Is that her name? From Black Cauldron? From Black Cauldron, yeah. That's why or, she's not um, a Disney princess. Kita. Yeah, or Kita, exactly. Atlantis. Yeah, because they or were Or considered- even our girls, Meg, Jane, and yeah. Esmeralda. Because they were considered, quote-unquote, box office failures, which makes me really sad because some of those Same. girls were I way ahead Kita. of their time. I- Meg. Yes. I'm this a damsel. Could become like a... I'm a damsel. I'm, I'm in distress. distress. I can handle this. I, this. <laughs> I love her. I do too. Yeah. But Anna and Elsa are not in the official no, Disney not. lineup. Because the official Disney lineup is Snow White, Cinderella, Aurora, Ariel, Belle, Jasmine, Pocahontas, Mulan, Tiana, Rapunzel, Merida, and Moana. Yeah. We love our girls. They're queens. And what I've pretty much figured out is that the Frozen franchise itself, with just Anna and Elsa, they make as much, if not more, than all of our girls combined. Yeah. And there was a concern if they added them to the Disney princess lineup, then all of the other princesses wouldn't sell in, like, like being next to Anna and Elsa or being, like, grouped in that same group because they would think yeah. that Anna and Elsa would outsell everybody else. Yeah. Just because of the sheer popularity of Frozen, which is... I get. Yeah, we get it. It's justified. Yeah. It's They're good movies. Not my Wait, favorite. Wait, so is Elena of Avalor not technically part of the official disney lineup no she's not because she wasn't no. in a uh, feature-length film oh why did i think she was for the longest time because they she walks around the parks and she's pretty much treated <laughs> like a princess like she, she was, is she's like been coronated into like the disney parks that princesses. is definitely why i thought it was because of her coronation ceremony yeah like same with anna and elsa they've been coronated into the disney parks princesses but they're not an official disney princess i'm just wondering when raya will be added to the official lineup i'm not sure have you seen that movie i have not seen it yet 
Okay. Because she is literally a princess. Yeah, it's been advertised at work a lot, and so I've seen all the merch. I work in in retail, and we specialize in fan clothing. I'm going to just say that because I shouldn't say exactly where I work, just in case I say some (laughs) stuff that they don't like. Yeah. I don't want them to be like, bye, you know? Yeah. Um, But yeah, yeah, she is a princess of her kingdom. Got it. So she's kind of like Moana. Yeah, she's um, my best. Have you seen the Avatar TV series, Avatar The Last Airbender? I used to watch it when I was a kid, but as of recently, no. No, I'm re- I'm watching it for the first time right now. I'm still in the first season. Okay. But like how Katara? I was. Yeah, she's a little bit. I'd say that she's a mix between Katara, Moana, and Mulan. Okay. Was kind of the that. vibes I got from her. Okay, fair. That's kind of the vibe I get, too. Yeah. I was texting Sean, um, my boyfriend, in, like, 15 minutes, and I'm like, so I'm getting major Katara vibes from her. <laughs> now Mulan. Now Moana. Is she just a mix of them? Yes. <laughs> and that's what I came to the realization. But I love her. She's based on Indonesian culture. That's really cool. Yeah. We love Because seeing... I was looking it up. Because I wanted to know what culture she was representing. Nice. We love For seeing... Epcot, because I'm a East Coast Florida girl. Yeah. So, you know, always looking to see what the next character added to Epcot will be. I know. We got the two, the two Disney parks represented over here. Which is very interesting. I think it'll be really fun. I'm really excited to discuss the differences between yes. like our magic kingdoms and or our batus yeah because i'm we sure were... there's some differences yeah we there there's gonna be a lot between our batus you really think so not that like i think within the placement yeah yeah because yours is like near adventureland frontierland mm-hmm. area ours is literally like right next to star tours ours is like yeah our star tours is in tomorrowland it's like not even close like our no star it's by tours. like so you enter hollywood boulevard you turn to the left there's the indiana jones show then star tours then the muppet thing then the entry to batu yeah see ours is totally different <laughs> see like there's two ways to get into ours. You can either go around the backside of Thunder Mountain. Like, if you pass Thunder Mountain and you keep going straight like you're going to Toontown, there's, like, a little path and you can go down. It, okay. I think it was built on a back lot, y'all. Like, it was – it's, like, so way out there. You have to hike, like – Well, ours was built on – because my parents used to work for Disney. They they actually worked in MGM back when it was MGM Studios rather than Hollywood, Hollywood Studios. Studios. Um, actually that's how they met was my mom did the disney college program and my dad was already working i think either part-time or full-time that's so cute so they were working on the backstage studio tours which they shut down to make batu yes i remember reading about that that and like the whole streets of america slash where like the cars stunt show with herbie used to be herbie mm-hmm. herbie fully loaded yeah uh, herbie yeah I was like, is that the name of the car? Yeah, Herbie. That was the one with Lindsay Lohan was Herbie Fully Loaded. But I know there was like a ton before that. I've seen only the original one, like the one before like Lindsay Lohan even got involved. Oh, I never saw that one. I only saw the Lindsay Lohan one because I was- My grandparents only showed me the 
old one. Oh yeah, no. I was like, I'm definitely like the first real Disney fan in my family. Like kid that pretty much like is obsessed with it. Oh. But yeah. Yeah. That's so yeah, there's a lot that we're gonna be able to compare in the future. Yeah. Uh, I know we had a little bit of that conversation earlier. (laughs) Yeah. We should like swerve back into this topic. Yeah, we should swerve back into this topic. (laughs) But yeah, so Anna and Elsa are not included because of the fact that they make more financially than the entire Disney princess line. Yeah. Which is like, I mean, good for them. I mean, we love a successful queen. And they're also both queens. They're not princesses. That's true. Is it? Wait, is Kida a queen? No. Um, she's. I think she becomes queen in the okay. second one. Like, Maybe no. that's also why. No, I think. But it's Nala's in the first one. Uh, yeah. Wait, I think it's in the first one too. I saw that one for the first time. I'm a fake. Um, whatever we're Atlantis, Atlantis. That's what we're talking about. I almost said Avatar. It's fine. But I'm a fake Atlantis fan. I saw it for my first time February of 2020, right before the world shut down. Wait, really? Yeah. I um, watched that movie probably... Maybe once growing up. But I was more so like Disney Channel and Disney Princesses girl yeah, growing up. I definitely was too. It definitely wasn't until I was like in my late teens that I actually knew Atlantis even existed. Yeah. Same. Um, I think like one of the only movies that was more so marketed toward boys that i really watched growing up was lion king yeah lion king was fire though yeah lion king is amazing yeah it's like a classic you can't not like lion king no i don't think it's possible no and like (laughs) i feel like they have so many movies that are geared toward more geared towards boys that are just like in general what anybody yeah. can watch. I mean, Aladdin's technically geared towards boys. Yeah, you know, exactly. we get a princess in it. Yeah, exactly. Same with Hercules with Meg. Mm-hmm. I love Meg. Yeah. I just watched Hunchback for the first time in probably, I don't know, maybe 10 years yesterday. I love Hunchback. Yeah, and I was sitting there and I was like, this is a lot darker than I remember. And we can even do a full episode about comparing the movie to the stage show. Because I've seen the stage show. Oh, that would be fun. Because it's based even... on a um, a Victor Hugo book, the guy who wrote Les Mis. Yeah. He also wrote the Hunchback novel. Got it. So you know how dark Les Mis is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they go off the book for the stage version. Oh. I went, oh, at the end. Oh, no. Don't like, they... odd if we went, oh, this Isn't is not like, the Disney. Spoiler alert. For know, Hunchback of Notre Dame. The, the book or the original story. I don't even know if this is real. But, like, yeah. don't they, like, don't Esmeralda and Quasimodo die together? Yeah, so Esmeralda gets burned at the stake. Yeah, and doesn't he? Quasimodo saves her and he dies, like, crying holding onto her of like starvation stuff and yeah the final monologue in the stage show is um the narrator talking about how years later archaeologists came and had to like tear apart the two skeletons together and how they crumbled to dust yes yes and that is how the stage show ends yeah i remember reading 
the story about the actual like skeletons that they found in France. Oh, that were like very similar. Like they had to pull them apart or like they were like standing next to each other holding hands. Maybe it wasn't France. Maybe it might have been somewhere else. But I think there were like two skeletons that were like the lovers or like they were like intertwined somehow. Like they weren't like doing it. They were like holding hands or like one was on top of the other or like something like that. You know, yeah, he was like cradling her. I think in the stage show, he was like cradling her, the guy. Okay, hold on. Now I have to look yeah. this up. <laughs> okay. Well, you look that up. I'm just going to jump in. I know our girl Leia isn't animated. However, we can make the argument that we do see her animated not once, but twice. Okay, I found it. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you. Okay. Oh, it's no problem. I did find it. It's the lovers of of Medena, a pair of skeletons, so-called, because they were buried hand in hand. They were both men, researchers have found, from between the, from between, I can't speak, from between the 4th and 6th century AD, and they were found in a cemetery in 2009 near Medena in northern Italy. Okay. There you go. That's the one that I was thinking of. But yeah, so our girl Leia, because we're both yeah. massive Star Wars fans. We are, totally. And I know that she's not animated. She's However, not. we can make the argument that she showed up not once but twice animated. The but, first time was the year after A New Hope came out. It was during the holiday special. They have like an animated short that's now part of the vintage collection. It's the only thing that exists from the holiday special now. I forget the name of it. I can check that. Actually, I'm going to. Um, but you see her animated in that, and it's 2D animation. But then the second time you see it is in Rebels. She shows up in an episode in of Rebels. Okay, so the animated short that she appears in for like five seconds, um, it came out... Oh, I can only see the when it came out on Disney+. Plus. But it's called The Story of the Faithful Wookiee. Oh, lame. And it's also the first time we see Boba Fett ever appear in canon. Got it. Was that That's holiday cool. special? Interesting. <laughs> um, I think the same argument that can be made for Giselle and um, who was the other princess we were talking about? No, I think it was just Giselle. It was um, just Giselle for um, our live-action girls. Yeah, I think the same argument can be made for Leia that could be made for her. It's just that, you know, it's really hard to find people who look like Leia, right? It's Carrie Fisher. I mean, she's an icon. Yeah. They have had her as a meet-and-greet character for Star Wars Weekends. Yeah, I, I do know that. And I've actually met her. That's cool. Yeah, I was like four. I got to meet oh, her again cute. when I was older. But I got to meet Luke and Leia together when I was four. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, but I definitely like, agree. But every but other criteria have... she follows. Yeah. She was introduced in the first Star Wars movie ever. What were the other criteria? Hold on. Going back in the notes. Um, she is a human. Mm-hmm. In Star Wars... Is a commercial success. Yeah. 
And I think part of it could just be that, you know, Star Wars is an acquired franchise. It wasn't an original Disney franchise. Yeah, which is also why our girl Anastasia will never be added to the princess mm-hmm. lineup because, yep, because she's she an acquired, acquired when, when yep. Disney bought 20th Century Fox, even though everyone assumes exactly. that she was a Disney movie. I know. <laughs> it literally, it wasn't until maybe a few years ago that I found out that that wasn't a Disney movie. I know the history behind not only the creation of that movie, but like Anastasia herself as a real historical person. I wrote a whole... Um, essay about the historical person of Anastasia so okay anyway um but like if they found people to play like Ray and yeah because the girls who play Ray look exactly like Daisy Ridley I know it's weird how similar they look to her (laughs) maybe she just has like a really like I don't know, like... Or it could be, like, the fate, like, the whatever makeup they have her put maybe. on or whatever. I was gonna say, maybe Daisy just has, like, some really, like, plain-looking plain, plain looking face that, like... <laughs> I have a really funny story in terms of Daisy Ridley. Um, she's in a movie called Ophelia. It's based on the Hamlet, the character from Hamlet. Okay. And she plays Ophelia in it. Mm. And it took me about halfway through the movie for me to realize it was Daisy. Did they have her in, like, some crazy makeup or something? No, she she was just a ginger in the movie. Oh. Got it. But you would know who played her brother in said movie. Who? Tom Felton, who famously plays Draco Malfoy. So it was Ray and Draco oh, as so siblings. <laughs> I love that. movie. I love it, but also Hamlet's my favorite Shakespeare play, and you kind of have to know Hamlet to understand the movie. Got it. Is my whole thing, because I know people that have seen the movie that really don't know Hamlet, that don't like it. Got it, because they don't understand it. No, because, like, it starts out pre-Hamlet's father's death. Got it. Kind of goes into all the poison and all that stuff that could have been used on Papa Hamlet. (laughs) (laughs) That's a cute way of referring to him. Yeah. But, like, the Leia's I've seen in the parks look exactly like Carrie, too. That's so... Okay, they must have to do something with that makeup to do that, then. There is no way they could just, like, find people that look like Carrie and that look like Daisy. my favorite memory that I have with Leia in the parks is Star Tours. I don't know if your line queue is like this, mm-hmm. but at one point it becomes like kind of like the baggage claim kind of looking area with all the droids. Ours doesn't. Actually, I haven't been on Star Tours oh. in so long. I can't even remember. Next time I go to studios or next time Sean goes, I'll have him take a video of like what part I'm talking about. Okay, when I go, I'll show you ours. <laughs> okay. But there's like a little balcony part to the left mm-hmm. that you can't access. As, like, a guess. It's just, like, kind of there. It's for cast members to walk there. But during Star Wars weekends in, like, 2015, whenever the last one was, mm-hmm. they had Leia just, like, looking over there in her A New Hope gown oh, the with the hood. Oh, that's cool. And that is, like, probably one of my favorite memories from Star Wars weekends. Besides seeing 
Not only Warwick Davis, Mm -hmm. but Ashley Eckstein in the same parade. That's really cool. They were, like, right next to each other. And James Arnold Taylor. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. I love Warwick Davis. Just really quick, for those who don't know, who who do those people play? Warwick Davis um, in Harry Potter. He played Professor Flitwick. Yeah, Flitwick. And the goblin that helps Harry to his vault. And then in Deathly Hallows is the goblin that they're getting the sword back or steals the sword. Um, But then in Harry Potter, he plays the Ewok Wicket, which is the main one that interacts with Leia. You mean in Star Wars? Or Star Wars. What did I say? You said Harry Potter again. I meant Star Wars. I'm sorry. It's fine. (laughs) It's cool. Um, but he's also played someone else recently in Solo, I think. I haven't seen Solo yet. I've only seen Solo once. I haven't seen it. My- and I really wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people so. that were like, it wasn't that good. And I'm over here like, but okay, I guess I don't I love Kira. To. I love Kira a lot, who is Hans. Yeah. But well, I'm, okay. I'm trying to see if he is in Solo right now. Okay. Hold on. But yeah, I like, he... I never really saw it because all the people that I knew that saw it were no, like, No, he was in oh, Rogue it One. It was just okay. Oh, okay. I liked Rogue One. Rogue One was good. I did too. I cosplayed Jen or so, so I kind of have to like Rogue One. <laughs> um, Jen's pretty freaking cool. I love Jen. Um, but then, so yeah, he plays Wicket in Star Wars and then Professor Flitwick in The Goblin in Harry Potter. But then Ashley Eckstein is the voice of the lovely Ahsoka Tano in both Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. And then James Arnold Taylor played Obi-Wan in Clone Wars. And the one time we hear his voice in Rebels. When we hear the holocron message. Yeah. So those are all some really cool people. Yeah. That was really cool. Um, but yeah, so they do like have the ability to have our girls in the park. They just choose not to. Well, right now with Batu, it's set in sequel era. Yeah, it is. Which I'm Though, hoping when we do a podcast, I have ideas on how we can get prequel and original trilogy stuff. So we yeah. have to do a whole Batu podcast. We podcast. We'll, we'll talk about it. But I want to go. I want to go back because the last time I was there was when they first opened Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland. Like they first opened it, I went with some of my friends. We had to wait in the queue and we had to do all that stuff to be able to go in, like the virtual queue, and we had to get tickets to go and we had to get special passes, like that whole thing. For those of you who live in Southern California and remember that whole thing, we did that. You see, my first time going was December of 2019. Okay. So, like, right around when Rise of the Resistance was opening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we went in June of 2019. Um, But, yeah, we had to go through that What's funny about when I went to um, Watu or Galaxy's Edge in um, Disney World in December... Was two days later, Ashley and I have figured out that if I had gone two days later or if she had gone two days earlier, mm-hmm. we both would have walked past each other. That's so At funny. Galaxy's Edge. 
Because she and I have now met in person because she will be moving to Orlando soon. Mm-hmm. So she and I met in person and we both figured that out and we're like, we would have come, like, I would have commented on whatever Ahsoka shirt she was wearing. Mm-hmm. And it would have been just like two Ahsoka fangirls in passing. That's cool. Seeing each other. And then who would have thought three years later and then, you'd be friends? What, two years later? Three years? About two. About a year and, and, yeah, about two years later, she's one of my closest friends. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But my first time I went with my friend Kristen, and we got Rise of the Resistance. I don't know how we got Rise of the Resistance. It was all me. Somehow I was able to score us three spots on Rise of the Resistance that day. That's epic. Yeah, I know... For us, our Rise of the Resistance didn't open until, like, a year ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, it didn't open until, like, right before. Yeah, because y'all COVID. were... Yeah, y'all got it later. Yeah. Because we got it December. Like, I literally went the week after Rise of the Resistance opened. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a part of our original Batu, And no. I think it's because it wasn't I watched a video about it. I watched a video about it, and the reason that ours came out later is because in the construction of ours, um, basically, if you don't know, Rise of the Resistance isn't doesn't have a track. There's no track. It's cars that it's have... It's a trackless ride. Yeah, yeah, it has cars that, like, read RFID chips in the floor. And when they were laying down the RFID chips in our flooring, the um, the chips were too low into the floor for the for the readers in the cars to read them. So they had to yank up the whole floor and place them all again. Oh my gosh. Yeah. At um, least I've been I on Rise I could be totally wrong, but that's what I heard. I've been on Rise the Resistance enough to like watch the ships in the battle at one point and find the ghost. Like the ghost makes a cameo appearance on Rise the Resistance. Which ghost? Like the ghost from Star Wars Rebels. Oh. Like Harrison Dula's ship. I was Disney bounding Hera that day, so oh, you know, cool. I had seen the ghost many times that um that week cuz I put um the ghost on my mask. Oh, nice. On one of my cheeks. So, you know, I knew that ship. That's really cool. well that week. And I was like, "John, that's my ship. That's the ghost." He's oh. like, "What the hell are you talking about?" That's cool. I was, at but first yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> no, it, like, goes by so fast. It's like it's cameo appearance in um, Rogue One, where it, like, it's seen for, like, a split second. Got it. That's cool. But, yeah, I've seen it. I don't, no one really talks about it, so I feel like I'm one of the only people that have seen it. Hopefully, now that this is being spoken out loud, maybe someone who listens to this will see it. Maybe. Oh, we again, have, it is very split. You deviated we have so deviated far from so our original much. topic. <laughs> I don't know how. We've been um, on a whole Star Wars tangent. I mean, I mean, we did it. cover all of our talking points. Yeah. Um, I really want to know when they're going to add Raya, at least as a face character. I know that they're waiting probably due to COVID and not being able to have face character stuff. Let me look. But, um, I love her a lot. And I also love 
the other girl in the movie. I don't really remember her name. But she has, like, the cool white look and the hair. I don't know how to describe her hair. <laughs> Hold on. Um, it looks like... I'm not seeing anything about it. Huh. It's a bunch of the same things. It's a bunch of blog posts of people being like, when are they going to add Raya? My guess is when the parks um, open up more. But you know who probably. voices Raya? Right? No, who? Um, Rose from Star Wars. Oh, no way. That's really cool. Yeah. I like heard her voice went, that's Rose. Oh, that's really cool. <laughs> I haven't actually, Love like, her. heard of the trailer. Like, I've seen it, but, like, oh, they don't play the audio of the trailer at work. They, like, play music over it. Yeah. So, I've heard it. I've seen it, but I've not heard it. She's cool. That is I cool. I want her sword. Her sword's pretty cool. That's epic. I like cool swords. Cool swords are really cool. I do, too. As you know. <laughs> yes, I do know. For those of you who don't know, Emma has this, like, super epic dagger, like, dragon. Um, spoiler. Huh? Never mind. It's not really a spoiler. I mean, you just have I'm not allowed object. to talk. Oh, wait. True. True, true, it's, true. I do have this. It's just an object. It's just, like, a... It's just, like, this really I cool... I use it for Wendy. I use it in my Wendy cosplay yeah. videos. It's just this really cool dragon... Yeah, and like, it's yellow. It's a letter opener, but it looks like a knife, and it's, like, pretty epic. It scares our good friend Alex. Yeah, it scares the Still crap to this him. day. It's funny. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Love you, Alex. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> Come on. It's very funny. Yeah. But, yeah. Um... I'm trying to think of any others. I mean, Padme would not be considered it. One, she's a queen. Two, she's introduced in the sequel. Three, she's dead. Three, she's dead. I mean, spoiler. But Can we get a Disney at this point? Come on, man. Can we get a Disney Queens franchise and it be Anna, Elsa, <laughs> Padme, Padme, Merida's mom? Yeah, Merida's mom. Eleanor. Yeah, yeah, Eleanor, Eleanor. Moana's mom. She's in the movie for like two seconds. She has like one line. (laughs) I love her mom. Me too. Can we talk about Brave for a minute? Because I love that movie. movie. Yeah, I just watched it not too long ago again, and I don't know. Every single time I watch it, it always hits me in the feels. Like every single time, Rapunzel's mom. Oh my gosh, yes! I forgot about the queen. Oh, I love her. She's pretty You've cool seen too. Tangled the series, right? I've not. Really? Yeah, I started it, but I haven't okay. watched it all. So you kind of learn more about the queen's backstory, who she was when she was Rapunzel's age, and mm-hmm. she was literally Rapunzel. Like, That's very cool. adventurous and into journaling and all that stuff. That's cool. I saw this one headcanon that someone wrote that was like... You know, when Flynn is talking about the book, The Adventures of Flanagan Rider, like, what if, like, Rapunzel's mom was, like, the volunteer lady who came to read to the children, and she read that book, and then he would read it to the kids, because she read it, and I was like, that's really sweet, that'd be really cool. I love that. 
I knew exactly what headcanon you were talking about <laughs> as soon as you said it. Yeah. I know you saw my reaction. But yeah, it's, like, it's a fantastic <gasps> headcanon. Yes. I'm trying but, to think if there's any other princesses. I mean, of course, um, Nala won't be ever considered because she's not she's not human. human. She's a lion. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I think it'd be really cool if, like, they did, like, an event or, like, a weekend or something where they had, like, the Lion King characters, but it would be, like, the Broadway show characters. <gasps> I love the Broadway show. Because the ca- the costumes are just so oh, elaborate and so beautiful. I think it'd and be so Sarabe, cool. And Sarabe. I love Sarabe. Yes. Another queen to add to our yep. Disney queens list. Yep. Hera. Technically, because she's queen of the gods and Hercules. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, um, why isn't Hercules considered a prince? Because he's not. I mean, do you know the criteria, the only criteria for the prince's category? To be married to a princess? <laughs> to be married to one of the official Disney princess lines. I like to be the partner of a din- of an official Disney princess. Yeah. So, so like, like, Maui? We, no. No? Is he's he not, not one? No. It's oh. only love interest. You have to be a love interest oh, in really? a Disney princess movie. So there's two less Disney princes than there are Disney princesses. Yeah, because Merida, Merida and doesn't have one. Moana. Oh, really? I would have thought that Maui would be like, I thought it would be like, because they're like together nope. the whole movie. Even though they're together the whole movie. Nope. Oh, interesting. Um, Vanellope. We haven't talked about Vanellope at all. Oh my gosh, yeah. They literally say in the movie she's a princess. <laughs> yeah, I love Disney's criteria according to Wreck-It Ralph and the criteria we have listed here. Yeah, I know. It's totally different. You have magic hands? Do you have magic hair? Have you been kidnapped or enslaved? <laughs> I feel like if somebody said that to me, I'd be like, I'd be like, girl, you good? I mean, that's literally how Vanellope is. Yeah. She's like, are you guys okay? No. No, they're, they're, I mean, like you said, they're products of their time. I mean, oh, you see, when you said, are they okay? And I said, no, I was thinking... They all have spicy deja vu, as we call it in the Enigma cast. I mean, they do. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, a lot of it. Okay. Now that I'm thinking about it. I feel, wait, I'm trying to think of the one, only one that, like, maybe wouldn't. Tiana? Not, none of them. No, Tiana, she lived her whole movie as a frog. True. But, like, I don't know. Maybe... Maybe Jasmine. I mean, her, her, hers isn't as bad as some of the other ones. I mean, yes, you could have like. I mean, Jafar literally tells her. Well, um, why I almost say spicy Jafar. (laughs) She has spicy deja vu from Jafar when he is literally like, "Oh yeah, he was beheaded because he was the reason you were out of the palace." Yeah. Okay. Fair. Okay, I guess all of them do. Maybe except Aurora. I mean, she doesn't live through any of the action of her movie. <laughs> no, her prince has spicy deja vu. That true. Unless we're talking about um, the Maleficent movie. That's a totally different story, though. <laughs> true. 
Okay, here's here's something I gotta ask. Belle, Stockholm Syndrome, yes or no? No. No. Yes. Uh, yes, good answer. Yeah, it's not. No. Because, right, because Belle goes to the castle by her own choice. Yeah. She starts she... off as a prisoner, but then he gives her her freedom, and she can go at any time after a while. Yeah. And, and that's she chooses when... to stay. Yeah, and it's only when he starts to respect her as a person Does that she, she even starts to respect him exactly. and fall in love with him. Exactly. And I don't know, it always bothers me when people are like, oh, well, she she's a product of Stockholm Syndrome. No, she's not. No. You know who is? If any one of the princesses is, it's Rapunzel. It's Rapunzel. Yeah. And because... Quasimodo. Yes. He's not a princess. But... No. <laughs> I mean, he's an adoptive princess. I'm pretty sure if Quasimodo just walked in, they'd all be like, ours. Yes. Um, but yeah. Rapunzel. Another thing that is a fact from the movie with Quasimodo is his uncle is Frollo. Okay, explain that one. His father's brother is Frollo. And his father's dying wish is for Frollo to take care of his son. In the movie? In, in the stage show and oh. the book. Not in the movie. Okay, because I was They like... kind of cut that out. But yeah, in the stage show and the book. Got it. Which is pretty interesting. That is really interesting. Because it's not even mentioned in the movie at all. No. Because it's just a random gypsy lady. But, like, because Frollo starts off like the righteous man we see him as when we get to the events of the thing. Mm -hmm. But his brother's more of the, like, why did I almost say the Frollo type? I mean, but, like, the, like, (laughs) he's going out drinking and, um... The playboy type. Yeah, the playboy type. He's sleeping with some gypsy ladies falls in love with a gypsy lady he gets kicked out of the church gypsy lady has his son gypsy lady dies he goes to frollo as he's dying and is like take care of my son wow that's totally different yeah because i'm describing this that, that i love it too it's fantastic great i paints a beautiful picture <laughs> But yeah, I think if anybody, it would definitely be Rapunzel because she still goes back to Mother Gothel when she's like, oh, come on, like, I'm going to save you, right? Like, she pretends yeah. to save her after the two the two brothers. And she has, they, like, are trying she to take probably her has the whatever. most spicy deja vu, as we call it in the Enigma team. Kind of willingly. I mean, Mother Gothel yeah. paints herself as a savior in that situation, but still, she still goes back with her willingly because she believes yeah hmm? oh i was just saying um in the in the tv show mm-hmm. she has as we call it in the enigma team spicy deja, deja vu. vu she has trauma from they go back to the tower at one point in the show mm. um because there's a whole falling out with pascal and rapunzel's like i know where my buddy will go He'll go to Tower, where it was just the two of us before this royal life kind of, not separated them, but made it, you know, got it. kind of harder for them to hang out all the time. 
Got it. I mean, yeah, that so makes sense. So she goes back I mean, to the tower. She was and, like, like, Flynn literally, like, has to, like, hold her at one point because Aww. of how much trauma That's so sad. she's going through. Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely not Belle that has Stockholm Syndrome. No, it's definitely our girl, Rapunzel. I mean, I love Rapunzel, and my boyfriend always I says do too. that I am her. Like he's You like, are. Your energy just matches her. And I'm like, you thank are. you. Um, that is the biggest compliment of my entire life. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love Rapunzel. I do. She's I like, she's like an artsy fartsy kid, you know? She did a little bit of everything, and that's kind of what I did. You know, I jump from thing to thing, I crochet, and then I paint, and then I knit, and then I sew, and then I do this, and then I do that. And she kind of does the same thing. So when I first during quarantine. Yeah, exactly. I have learned, like, four new hobbies in quarantine because I I started cosplaying during quarantine. Yeah. And so, like, my brain, my, my gifted burnout kid brain is that what it is is that what the people call yeah, it yeah gifted, gifted burnout kid, kid burnout yeah gifted kid burnout yeah my gifted kid burnout brain just jumps from thing to thing to thing to thing oh mine is always just thinking about greek mythology in the back of my mind so like percy jackson <laughs> hercules got it i was never else? a percy jackson kid really yeah i wasn't a hunger games kid either Huh. I was. I was a Disney kid. Hardcore. You see, and I'm surprised you didn't read Kingdom Keepers. Nope. I never even heard of it until you mentioned it. It's so good. It makes me sad. And I know my friend and I, if um, if and when she comes on, are probably going to talk about the rewrites that the author's doing to the first couple books in the series. But they were made pre- Disney World changes of recent past. Mm. So they go on Maelstrom at one point and fight characters on Maelstrom. But now Maelstrom doesn't exist. It's now the Frozen ride. So he's like going back and changing some of that stuff and it makes me sad. No, yeah, they should definitely keep it because it's like... Yeah, so I now have vintage copies of the books because I refuse to buy the new ones. Don't get new ones. Definitely keep the old ones. Yeah. And don't get rid of I know I did have to explain, um, because I did introduce the first book to the kid I babysit, Mm -hmm. and I did have to explain a lot of stuff that, like, they go to in the first book, because it just doesn't exist. Anymore, yeah. No. Oh, there have definitely been a ton of changes (sighs) at Disney, and I... Yeah. I could, we're going to do a whole episode about it, because there are some that I'm kind of cool with, and there are others I'm really upset about. <laughs> um, yeah. But, like, I feel like they passed Stitch's Great Escape. She doesn't know what that is. Even I know what that is, and I've never been to Disney World. Yeah. I've never been to Disneyland, so our Disney World, Disneyland conversations are going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting. We're going to need a buffer in the middle who's been to both. Ashley. Yeah. She's been to both. Cool. There we go. Um, Your Pirates is better. I know that. I know that there's no argument about that. I've heard that, that ours is better. Yours is better. Ours is kind of lame. I've also I love Pirates. Is... Huh? Oh, your Haunted Mansion is great. Yeah, I've also heard that ours is better because ours actually goes underground. Our mansion is just a facade. There's no actual mansion. 
yours is actually housed in the mansion. Yeah. Ours goes underground and into a back lot. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And the, the elevator is an actual elevator for ours. Yours is not. <laughs> ours is not. The stretching room. Yeah, because right now with COVID, they can't have that pre-show going on. Mm-mm. So it's literally just like a walkway. Yeah. For us, we would have to we have to go in a back door, and we yeah, have to, the servant quarters, yeah, right? Servants' quarters. We have to go in the back door, and we have to go through the back, which is the way. If you've ever been evacuated off of haunted mansion for any reason, if the ride shuts down or for whatever reason, they'll take you out that way. You'll go through. You'll get out of the cart, and you'll go through a door that takes you to the back way, and that's the emergency exit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think. But yeah, those two are, I've heard, is much better. I want to go on the Nightmare Before Christmas updated one. It's not that it's not good. good. No? no? Is it overhyped? It is overhyped. I've been okay. on it a few times because I, I, my dad and I used to try to go at least once a year and we'd always go in October. Yeah. Um, just because it's the best weather here and um, it's Honestly, usually not same. that crowded if you go the first or second week in October. Yeah. But... They would always have Halloween stuff up, and they would always have Nightmare Before Christmas up, and I don't like the Nightmare Before Christmas Haunted Mansion at all. Hmm. I think it's just kind of blah. Okay. Do you think Sally could qualify to be a Disney princess? I think the only argument we can't necessarily make is the human-like qualities for her. But I mean, she is... She does. She is. She looks like a she human. Is. Yeah, true. Like, the only thing is the body paint, and they do it anyway around Halloween. Do you think the only reason she's, like, not an official Disney princess is because she's themed? Isn't she stop motion? Yeah, but, but she's still animated. True. I don't know why they haven't made her. I mean, she still walks around the park around Halloween time. I know. But like, Have you met Jack and Sally? No. No, I have not. I have met Jack. My dad's mm-hmm. never seen Nightmare Before Christmas. And we met Jack and my little sister. Really? It was my Yeah. I don't know how he hasn't with me. It it's weird with some of the Disney movies he hasn't seen, especially with me. Um Living but one of them that he hasn't seen is Nightmare Before Christmas. And my little sister, I remember, went up to Jack and was like, He hasn't seen your movie. And Jack, like, full-on, like, did a whole, like, oh, yeah, I am the... And then he, like, went into, like, all the different titles he has in um, Halloween Town. That's cute. Yeah, that was great. That's cool. It was my first time Disney bounding that day, too. That's awesome. It was a Snow White Disney bound. Snow White. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Good one. Um... Yeah, I don't think I ever have. I had an old coworker back when I used to teach, and she proposed to her girlfriend in front of Jack and Sally. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, and they're engaged now. I don't know if they ever had the wedding yet. Probably not. Probably not with COVID, but. No. And they just got engaged, like, right before COVID happened, so. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah. That's the only thing I know. I have never been. I've seen videos of them, and I think they're really cool. They are. Have you seen the series that someone... I don't know their username on YouTube, but I always rewatch it right around the holidays. 
But this person will go to Universal Studios and talk to the Grinch and cool. Jack. And it's a whole, like, five or six year um, debate going on now mm-hmm. of um, who stole Christmas better, Jack or the Grinch. <laughs> That's hilarious. And they've brought in, like, Santa and, like, the elves and all that into That's the argument so funny. sense. But it's the funniest thing and it's obviously like this cast members two friends that play like the two characters but yeah it's well they're, they're friends friends or they're the friends with rather yeah yeah i know someone that's friends with the grinch that's cool yeah and his little sister is friends with cindy Lou. oh that's really cute yeah yeah he um didn't, he they played didn't... annie and rooster when i did annie Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Here, there's a really um, famous theater here where I live. And they do, um, every year, they do How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And it's like this whole big shebang. It's like their big, giant production. They do it every single year, except for these past, this past year, unfortunately. Yeah, with 2020. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, Hopefully they can do it in 2021. That's... I mean, Broadway's reopening in September. Yeah, that's the goal. Apparently, here, everything is supposed to be open in the next few weeks. Apparently, by June 15th, I think they said here, everything is supposed okay. to be open. I have done one show since all this stuff. All of us were fully vaccinated at the time of rehearsing and all that stuff, which mm-hmm. was nice. But it was a cabaret. I got to do um, Sexy from Mean Girls and play Karen. So much fun. It is a fun song. She's a fun character. I love her. Um, Last question, Gabby. Yes. Tangled versus Frozen. I know my answer. Tangled. 100%. Same. 100%. 100%. I love Frozen. I love Anna and Elsa. Yes. I am, like, planning on cosplaying Elsa. That'll be this awesome. This year. However. Comma. Rapunzel. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's Rapunzel has the say. best sidekick out of any of the princesses. Oh, for sure. I love Pascal. If you can't tell, we're severely biased, and we very much love her. Um, and um, I think part of it is because... Rapunzel came out when we were still kids. Like, Rapunzel came out in... 2010. 2010? Yes. Because I did a cabaret last year virtually. So that would have... Oh, I did a cabaret last year virtually, and I sang, um, When Will My Life Begin? And it was a movie-themed one. So, you know, we had to know the year. So now I'm like, it's drilled in my brain what year Tangled came out. Got it. But yeah, I was nine. (laughs) Yeah, we were nine when that movie came out gross yeah <laughs> makes me and feel old <laughs> i right i feel like that movie just came out like not long ago and i'm like oh my gosh it came out the kid i babysit another ago. story from today she and i were talking about princesses in my car because i play like disney music on our drive home from her school and she was like tiana's such an old movie i'm like that came out in like 2007 that came out when i was six don't say that's old it came out in 2009. Or 2009? Mm-hmm. Oh. Still, I was eight years old then. Yeah. And she's like, it's so old. And I'm like, no, it's like, not. No. I was like, 
you can say anything pre like 80s is old yeah okay like snow white cinderella sleeping beauty those are classic movies those are fine those are like in the 50s they're old and though. before that those They're are old, old movies. No, Ariel is not an old movie. No, I no. grew up with that because she's eighty nine. No. <laughs> yeah, she's eighty nine. Was when that movie I came know. out. And like, <sighs> no, not an old movie. Ariel and no. and Mulan and Pocahontas. No, no. Which movie? Um, what? When which movie came out? 1989 is when Little Mermaid came out, right? Yep. My mom would have been, let's see, when that movie came out, my mom would have been 19 when that movie came out. Hold on, I'm going to do some quick math to see. It's easy because my mom was born in 1970. So for me, the math is just like, (laughs) easy. But yeah, she would have been... Yeah, my mom would have been 18. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they would have been teenagers when that movie came out. So for them, it was just like, I don't even know. I don't even know if my mom saw that movie in theaters. That'll be a question I'll have to ask. I know, same. Um, But I don't think she would have. Yeah, because like, Frozen came out in middle school for us. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, eighth grade. Mm Mm-hmm. Seventh or eighth grade, right? Yeah. Because I remember one day in, like, eighth grade walking to class and hearing, like, do you want to build a snowman just, like, in my head. And then the teacher playing it when I got to class and me being like, is this in my brain or is this, like, real life? (laughs) Yeah, I remember when that movie came out and everybody all the time was always singing, do you want to build a snowman? And I got I remember getting spoiled. I remember getting spoiled on the ending of Frozen um, before I got to see it the first time. Like, I'm old enough to remember um, my friend at the time telling me that Prince Hans was the bad guy. That's upsetting. <laughs> it's fine. We're fine now. But yeah, I mean, like, little girls who have grown up with that movie. Like, that movie came out before some of them are even born. Which, like... Yeah, because what, what year did that movie come out? 2013. 2013. Mm-hmm. So yeah, William, who is one of the two kids I babysit, he was born in 2012. Yeah, exactly. He was a year old. Yeah, it's crazy (laughs) to think about that. Like, anybody born after 2003 to me is a baby. People born in 2002 to me are babies. And I see them and I'm like, oh my gosh, you are my age. And it it like boggles my mind. (laughs) Maddie is a child to me. I mean, she is a child. I mean, she is. She's 16, but, like... But, yeah, I feel like the same way my brothers felt having me around as, like, I'm, for many people who don't know, my brothers and I are all nine years apart. My oldest brother... Yeah. My oldest brother is... Wait, is he nine years? 85 to 93. Math. We gotta math this one. I... My brain has shut off for the night. Eight. Eight. Eight years. Okay, they're eight years apart. And then my older brother, he's in the middle. His name's Corey. He was born in 93, and I was born in 01. So we're seven years apart. Okay, so you're an 01 baby. I am. 
I know that makes a lot of people and when I say that a lot of people are like gosh I feel old you're a one right but then yeah I I am a one and then I hear kids now at work and they're like oh um oh seven oh eight I'm like my sister was oh six yeah like I'm like she turns 15 this year yeah I'm like how are kids that were born in 2000 2008 already teenagers it's crazy. Like, no, they should still be toddlers. They're toddlers. <laughs> they are toddlers. Um, I'm the oldest grandchild on my mom's side. So, like, I still have baby cousins who are three yeah. on my mom's side. Yeah, yeah. And it's weird knowing that, like, their first birthday was 2019. Uh, yes. It just, um, like, so they, people... their first birthday was the date of my high school graduation. Oh, that's, yeah, exactly. Things like that. I just can't wrap my head around that. Like when I hear people being like, I will be oh. in my thirties when my baby cousins graduate high school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I have a friend and her Which son is... was born. What was it like? It, two years I will ago? be 32 years old when they graduate high school wow it's fine yeah exactly things like that because like my friend her son was born maybe two years ago i think in july it'll be two years and he was born in 2019 right it's just like it's just like what i don't understand yeah so like trying to understand these little girls who grew up with anna and elsa as role models instead of like Rapunzel and Ariel. Tiana. Yeah. And and Belle. Yeah. Like Ariel and Belle. Like even before I remember when Tangled and when Princess and the Frog came out. Even before that. Right? Where we were we only had Ariel and Mulan and Pocahontas and all of those girls. I love how I keep on saying Belle. Yeah. Um. (laughs) Because she's your girl. She is my girl. Um, I literally have up on my thing is it's it oh, says my cute. name and it has um Bell and Beast for those who can't see. Um That's cool. I love it. It just sits above my and it's in the Beauty and the Beast font. If you have the D V D like the font that's on the D V D cover. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I've I've definitely like mentioned to my students some of like when I was still teaching, I definitely would mention like them and some of them would even be like i i don't think i've ever seen that movie it's too old and i'm like i have a memory response um i have a memory so when i first started watching these kids i was like 15 i wasn't still in high school and i remember her and i was right around halloween i was like oh yeah what are you gonna dress up as she's like i want to decide in between whatever two princesses then we got in the conversation of what disney princesses did you dress up as as a kid growing up on in Halloween I was like oh yeah you know like Belle and Cinderella and all that and she's like what about Anna and Elsa I was like that movie came out when I was in high school or in middle school yeah and she went you're old yeah I was 15 or 16 at the time yeah exactly like okay I have pictures where I'm dressed up as Snow White Jasmine um my second Halloween, I was Belle. Yeah. Like, she's been my girl since I was two. 
That's that's some real dedication there. Yeah. Um, my first um one, I think I was Tink. Um, uh, let me think. I think my first Halloween, I was like a pumpkin. No, wait, I was a bumblebee. My first Halloween, Cute. I was Tink. Like at age three, I was definitely Tinkerbell one year as a kid. Yeah, I think every every girl our age was Tinkerbell at least once. Yeah, because um, movies came out it, when we were four. So the Tinkerbell movies started coming out when we were four. Yeah, two thousand five. <laughs> yeah, I feel old. <laughs> and Pixie Hollow. Do you remember that? Did you ever play Pixie Hollow online? Yes. There's a rewritten version of it. I Same with Toontown. And I kind of want to do it. I used Same to play with Toontown. Toontown too all the time. Oh, I'm on Toontown rewritten all the time. I'm just like, if I'm not on Zoom with the Enigma team at night, I'm playing Toontown. I love it. I'm usually watching Grey's Anatomy because I just started that show <laughs> not that. too long ago. And I am obsessed with it. Like, obsessed. I love that so much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, who was your favorite fairy growing up? I know we've talked a lot about the princesses, but who was your favorite fairy in the Tinkerbell franchise? My favorite fairy has always and will always be Rosetta. <laughs> you see, mine has changed. At times, I did really like Fawn. I do still really like her. I also really loved Silver Mist. Actually, I think I have Silver to my Mist was back. always my favorite. I think it was always Silver Mist that was my favorite, actually. Yeah. I think it's just now I really love Rosetta and I resonate with her as a person when she's just like, eh, yeah, no. <laughs> like, that's me. Yeah. Sorry. I, I mean, every now and then I really attacked that was very important that I needed to read <laughs> real quick. Oh, it's fine. I'm so sorry. No, you're good. I mean, I love Silver Mist, I, I love Periwinkle. Oh, yeah, when you See, played Pixie Hollow, what talent were you? I was always a garden fairy. Always. Except for every now and then, I would be a animal fairy. An animal fairy. I was always a water fairy. I was very much a Silver Mist girl. I, I remember loved... always asking if Silver Mist was going to be, like, there when she met in Pixie Hollow with Tink mm-hmm. in the parks. Yeah. When Toontown still existed in Disney World. Because it doesn't anymore. Sadly, we still have ours. Come visit me and you can come see our Toontown. Though, Kingdom Keepers fans will understand why I will try to avoid Toontown at the last book in the Kingdom Keepers series that, like, I literally, it makes me cry. Okay, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, um, it's fine. Um, but... Back when that still existed, she would always meet with a friend. And every time I went, it was always Fawn or Rosetta meeting with her. Fawn. And I would always ask, when is Silver Mist going to be there? And they'd always give an excuse. But I never got to meet Silver Mist. I don't think I ever met Silver Mist. I think I'd only ever met Tinkerbell. I met Rosetta, Fawn, and Vidya for the others. I, don't even know. I think maybe Iridessa once. I, I love Iridessa. Visits Disneyland. Oh, she visits Disney World very rarely, but she visits Disney World. I don't even None of them really have visited in a while. It's now just really Tinkerbell that visits. It really is. I mean, like, they've kind of fizzled out. I mean, they were our generation, right? 
but yeah you I know mean, so going books. back to once upon a time the books i love the books the books but going back fantastic. to once upon a time the girl who played the woman who played snow white she was the voice of fawn in the last tinkerbell movie to come out oh that's cool yeah I love Jennifer Goodman. She also plays, um, why did I just, Judy Hopps in Zootopia. I also have not seen that movie. You have not? No. Huh. I've met them. I met Judy and Nick together. Yeah, I've not really kept up on any of the new movies. I mean, honestly, none of them have really appealed. I'm like, these sound kind of boring. These look like not interesting to me. I okay. don't think I'm going to watch them, you know? Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening um, to Fan Fatales. Um, we are going to be um, posting every Wednesday um, yeah. weekly. Please follow our Instagram at Fan Fatales Pod and both of us for updates yeah. whenever we post. And we're going to work out the kinks of these, like, intros and outros. And outros. And we're Bear with us right. for the, these first couple weeks. We're yeah. still figuring out everything. And thank you for even listening on this first yeah, week. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, and if you are listening, when this episode first comes out in 2021 on March, May, not March. May. We're way past March. On, yeah, um, we're in May. May 26th. Um, yes. Hit us up on Instagram. Like, let us know. We would yeah. love to see uh, to see y'all listening to it, and we want to hear your reactions and your thoughts. Give yes. us, you know, let us know. Give us suggestions on anything you guys want to hear us cover, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, this has been Emma. And Gabby. And thank you guys so much for listening, and... We'll see you next time. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye.